to say, but found that it wasn't easy to speak the words. At last, working up his courage, he tried. Dad, when we get to Ceres... But the words dried up in his throat. His father's expression turned hard. What about when we get back to Ceres? Theo blurted, I don't want to spend the rest of my life taking care of this rust bucket. Neither do I, son. I thought we'd spend a year or two out here in the belt and then cash in, but it hasn't worked out that way. The years just seemed to slip past. Theo had heard the sad story many times before. I don't want to be a rock rat all my life, he said. You don't want to be like me, is that it? Victor asked, his voice suddenly sharp. Feeling miserable, Theo replied, It's not that, Dad. It's... Geez, there's got to be more to life than running around the belt picking up oars and delivering them to Ceres, for cripes' sake. Don't let your mother hear that kind of language. She expects you to be a gentleman. Yeah, I know, Theo sighed. More softly, Victor said, Theo, this ship is our home. It's our whole life. Your life, Theo muttered. I want something more. Like what? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm getting good grades in my science classes. High school classes over the Ednet are a far cry from real science, Thee. The guidance program says my test scores are good enough for a scholarship. Scholarships pay tuition. Who's going to pay all the other expenses? I can work, support myself. Cellini University scholarships include transportation, at least. Cellini? Victor stopped in the middle of the passageway, forcing Theo to stop and turn to face him. You want to go to the moon? Just long enough to get a degree in biology. And then what? Maybe I could go to the research station at Jupiter. They need biologists to study the life forms there. Jupiter, Victor murmured, shaking his head. He clutched at his son's arm hard enough almost to hurt. A biologist at the Jupiter station. If I'm good enough to make it. You'll have to be pretty damn good, Victor told his son. Then he chuckled and added, if you don't kill yourself first trying to keep this ship going. Theo did not laugh. Or ship Syracuse, Galley. Let's face it, Mom, Theo mumbled into his bowl of yogurt and honey. Dad doesn't trust me. He thinks I'm still a kid. His mother, Pauline, stood at the one microwave oven that was still functioning and smiled understandingly at her son. I don't think that's true, Theo, she said gently. I'm 15, Theo burst. Almost 16, and he still doesn't trust me with anything. Your father has an awful lot of responsibility on his shoulders, Pauline replied. This ship? Our lives? There's a war going on out there, you know. And he doesn't trust me. Pauline sighed, wondering if the microwave was functioning properly. Syracuse was an old, creaking bucket of an ore carrier. The family spent most of their time on maintenance and repairs, just trying to keep the vessel going on its lonely circuit through the asteroid belt. The galley was a tight little compartment, its bulkheads and decks scuffed and dulled from long years of use. Theo sat hunched over his bowl, muttering unhappily into his unfinished breakfast. His sister Angela, sitting across the galley's narrow table from Theo, was slightly more than two years older. 
She was still carrying more weight than she should, still wearing an extra layer of teenage fat. Theo taunted her about it. She responded by calling her lanky, gawky brother the giraffe. When Pauline looked at her daughter, she could see a dark-haired, dark-eyed beauty waiting to blossom. We'll have to be careful about her once we put in at Ceres, she reminded herself. There'll be plenty of young men chasing after her. Dad's got enough to worry about, Thee, Angie said in the authoritative voice of an older sister. I could help him if he'd let me, Theo grumbled. Like you fixed the leak in the fuel tank? Dad had to come down and... Hydrogen's tricky stuff, he protested. It seeps right through ordinary seals. Never send a giraffe to do a man's job, Angela smirked. Like you'd do better, hippo? Mom, he's calling me names again. You started it. Both of you stop this at once, Pauline said firmly. I won't have you calling each other ugly names.